0: Okay, so we started the, the parak with Chana. We learned bunch of El from Chana. We then brought up Bolster with Chana and Shmuel and how Chana was Klape Malach. Chana shot words at a Baruch Hu And then we said, actually, several people shot words at a Baruch Hu and they were all vindicated. Not that you should try this at home, but the mice, they were all vindicated. Chana, Eliyawa Novi, and Meshur Abenu, which we discussed last night. Now, Meshur Abenu's war of words with the Rebbeinu Shalom was in conjunction with the Cheta Egel, which is what now which are what we are going to talk about now for the rest of the Amr. So we are about five lines into the wide lines on Lamed Beis on Aleph. And we're going to talk about the Maise Egel. This doesn't necessarily relate to what we did last night except <coughs> in the fact that it talks about Meishu Rabbeinu and the Egel. So the first thing Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, by Bar Hashem, Moshe Lech Raid, Go Down." What does that mean? Amar Blazer, Amar Koshbauch LeMoshe, Moshe Raid Me gudulasta. Go Down from your steller. You're fired. You, you have, you're godless. Ela LeGedulah means your job. You failed. You're off your job. Klum Satil Lcha Gedulah. Did I give you greatness? Did I give you this job? El b'shvil yisrael? Except for the yidin. Which means your job was to lead the yidin effectively. Well, you did it. And therefore, we don't need you anymore. But actually, yisrael chatu. The yidin have sinned. At you, what do I need? Miyad, once Moshe Rabbeinu heard this, Toshash ko'ichei shel Moshe became so weak and so dispirited. He didn't have the strength to talk. Once Hashem said, Haref mi meni Hashem told Moshe, Leave go of me. Haref means like to weaken off of me. Weak, weaken off of me. Let go of me. And I will destroy them, the Yiddin. Amr Moshe, Moshe in a weird way. Oh wow. Did he just tell me to let him go? If someone says, let me at him, they're telling you, in other words, you're the only thing stopping me from destroying the Yiddish. Amr Moshe, Dover Zet Tali B. Moshe Rabbinah said, oh, this is Tali and me. Miyad Ahmad immediately got up. In his chazik and he started daven. Ubi kesh rachim. this is similar. Lamelech shakas al banai. If a king is mad at his kid, vayimakeu makei gedolim, and he is beating him mercilessly. Vayayoyav vayyishol lufanav, and his advisor was sitting there. Umisiyari lemer lediver. You're scared to say a word. I don't know if any of you have like a memory from your childhood. Being in your friend's house with his parents going nuts at him. <laughs> like the like most awkward moments in history. So so our kids are so the, the king's advisor wanna <laughs> fly some what's up, let's like, and get out of here. I <laughs> so, wanna get away Yeah that. So Miss um, Yari lame or lame or the, the guy is cowering in fear, he doesn't want to say anything. Amram um, and he hears the king say, "If it wouldn't be for my beloved adviser, that I would kill you." The advisor Really? I'm the one that's standing between him and him, him, me and him, him, him and killing his son. And Moshe Rabbeinu sense that a Kadosh Baruch gave him that role. The Moshe Rabbeinu, let, let me at him, and I'll kill him. Until Moshe heard that, he thought it was hopeless. I'm fired, they're in trouble, see ya. Once Moshe Rabbeinu heard that, once Moshe heard that little crack that Hashem said, let me at them, I'll kill them. What did HaKadosh say, Hu say? But he said another word, says the next hanichali." Let go of me. And let me get angry at them. And I will destroy them. And I will make you into a great nation. If the pasuk wouldn't have written these words, they would be impossible to say. This is teaching us. Moshe grabbed Hashem. Mm-hmm. Like, someone who grabs someone by the lapels. I'm not letting go of you. Until you forgive them. So we have two Gemaras related over here <coughs> that say, HaKadosh Baruch who gave the wink-wink to Moshe, you are the only one that could save the Yidden. Meishah grabbed HaKadosh Baruch Hu by the lapels. We wouldn't say this. If the Torah wouldn't say it, we could not say it. The Torah said it, so we can say it. Meishah Abed grabbed HaKadosh Baruch Hu by the lapels and stopped the destruction of the yin. The Tzlach says a beautiful pshat in grabbing HaKadosh Baruch Hu by his clothing. Tzlach says, of course, you can't understand these words literally. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Rambam says, if you believe there is any physicality to the Rebbeinah Shalelot, if there is any physicalness to the Rebbeinah Shalelot, then that's Kfirah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has no physical attributes. If you ever read the Rambam in Merenavuchim, he explains every time it says the Yad Hashem, what it means, mean <coughs> in hand. Every time it says the Regal Hashem, it doesn't mean a foot. Every time it says Eimei Hashem, the Eyes of Hashem, it doesn't mean the eye of Hashem. Every time it says Hashem Yoishev, it doesn't mean Hashem sitting. There is no physicality to the Rebbeinah So if there's nothing physical to the Rebbeinah there obviously is no clothing. Clothing is what you put on your body. So says the Tzlach, of course you cannot believe, you can't read these words, literally, but it's meant to convey a very, very, very important idea in how we understand how the Rebbeinah acts. And that is, explains the Nehda huda, that just like us, We have clothing, except if you're a Rebbe in Yeshiva, to describe every mood. They're clothing that people wear when they're excited. You know, exciting, nice, like fun clothing. And then there are dark clothing that a person wears when he's dark, when he's down, when he's angry. There's dark clothing. And then there are clothing of war, that a person wears when he's about to do battle, and there's clothing of work that a person wears when he has to do certain jobs. The best way to describe a person's mood at the time (coughs) is the clothing he wears. Our clothing is our is our, our outer representation of our inner self. How do I express outwardly how I am feeling? By dressing up for the occasion. When a person is wearing a tuxedo, he is in one kind of mood. And when a person is wearing, you know, those old cotton pants to mow the lawn, that's in a different kind of mood. Every clothing that a person wears, he's expressing a mood. Says the tzlach, Shalom is the same way. That Baruch Hu, depending on what Klal Yisrael deserves at the time, has different midas. Has different midas. When Klal Yisrael is acting good, When Klal Yisrael is doing his will, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, is wearing white clothing. Which means, of course, it doesn't mean real, but HaKadosh Baruch the outward expression of the inner mood is expressed in clothing. If Chas Rosh the bryes are upsetting a Baruch Hu, then a Kaddish Baruch Hu is wearing the meisim raim. Baruch Hu is wearing black clothing, etc., etc. And when it's a shas zam, and when it's a time of anger, Hakaddish Baruch Hu puts on. Clothing of war. Says the Tzlach, obviously at this time Hakadosh Barhu was extremely upset at Klal In fact, Klal Yisrael, the Gemara describes as having cheated from the Chuppah. It's like a kala that was mezane teich the Chuppah right by Mount Tyro. We went and we went with the ego instead of the Chassid. You can imagine the mood, the clothing that a Kadosh wore. It says that Tzlach, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu wears clothing, that is going to indicate his activity just like us. When you're wearing a fancy suit, you must be going to a wedding. When you're wearing a baseball shirt, you must be going to play ball. When you're wearing garbage clothes, you must be cleaning out your basement. When you're wearing swimming trunks, you must be going swimming. HaKadosh Baruch Hu put on the begadim of zan to take the proper punishment to Klausro. Moshe grabbed onto his begotten. Moshe grabbed onto the Midas and said, No. This is the outward representation of what you're going to do to Klausro. When the Gemara talks about Moshe grabbing on, Shetofas, Ta'karish Baruchu's beged, explains in the Yehuda, Moshe Ravain was grabbing on Ta'karish Baruchu's mood, and by grabbing onto the mood, he didn't let the mood progress. He told Rabbi to take off this outward sign of anger and revenge and put it back, and put back on your clothing of the Nechama. And that's what it means. Moshe Rabbeinu grabbed Baruch Hu by his clothing, the Dafka. That's how the Tzlach explains this Gemara. Let's just do one more little Gemara. I will make you into a great nation. Amrab Lazar Amr Meshlef Nechadish Barchu Ribben Shalev. Meshlef is in I don't understand you. Right now, Klain Yisrael is a chair based on three legs. Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. And they are not enough to support this chair. The chair has cracked. With the support of all three of us. And Yachalamid Lofanecha, it's not strong enough to withstand Beshaz Kasacha when you're angry. A chair of one leg. You want to destroy clients or make me into the Av? You think a one-legged chair can withstand such harshness? I will leave you with one kasha. I'm going to finish the sentence, but I'll leave you with one question that Everyone asks, and I have not seen an answer that I get. Moshe Benu is a product of all three of those legs. It's not as if Meishu Rabbeinu would be an independent leg. More, i saying over here, Klausro right now has the sloth of Avram Yitzhak Yenikiv. If you destroy everyone and you make me a nation, you no longer will have the support of the three legs of Avram Yitzhak and It will only be a chair of one leg of Meishu Rabbeinu. What do you mean? Meishu Rabbeinu is a product of those three legs. Moshe Rabbeinu's children, from which Hashem wanted to create a nation, is a product of that chair of three legs. Moshe Rabbeinu is an enical of all three of the Ovis. What does it mean <coughs> that if HaKadosh Baruch would destroy the rest of the Yidn and leave Moshe and his family, it would be a one-legged chair versus a three-legged chair? No, it is very much the same three-legged chair that we all are from the Ovis. Let's just finish the sentence. V'loyoyin and beside, it would be so embarrassing if you shut down Yisrael and start a nation with me, how am I going to face Avram Yitzchakim like Yaakov? I will have such embarrassment. From the office. They're going to say, ah, look at this failed leader. Look at this leader. When it came time, he took the glory for himself and ditched the rest of the Yidin. He sought Gedula for himself, the like b'keshale and Rachamim and he didn't bother to daven for the rest of the Yiddin. So I will be embarrassed from Avraham Yitzchak in the So that was what Meshar Rabbeinu said to our Baruch's suggestion. But if anyone can think of a a teretz to that kasha, what does it mean? Meir is not a chair of one leg. That would be that would be a big service for that.